0: The Newberry. And as always, from the man cave, it is Matthew 2 Tone Blue. Parker. Parker, how goes it, buddy? Hey,
1: just got some sports on in the background. The NFL never takes a day off.
0: Absolutely, guys. We've got, as you can see, we're gonna be talking some football today. Mm-hmm. Uh, gonna to be talking about some combine news, gonna be talking about specifically some quarterbacks, maybe. Uh, gonna be talking some golf, some NBA news, some college basketball news, Newberry. How are you
2: doing tonight, man? Fantastic! Another track practice in Parker. I did not participate in any running, hurdling, shot put. None of that. I stood yeah. on the sidelines with my diet. No coke. pulled hammies tonight. Yes, yeah, since
1: my our last show where I uh, said I ran a suicide, that was my last cardio I've done because my hamstring still hurts.
0: <laughs> <Your> last, <laughs> cardio last cardio ever, guys. Hey, we pr- really appreciate you being here. Join us on another fantastic version of DDS version. How about, how about something else? We got to use a different word episode. How about episode and the fantastic episode of DDS sports talk. Go ahead and hit that like and subscribe button down below. Give us a follow and a rumble on Rumble. Follow us on all of our social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at DDS Sports Talk. You can also download all the audio versions of these podcasts on your favorite podcasting platform. Newberry, let's get
2: it kicked off. Here we go. Here we go. It's the NFL Combine week, but uh, I didn't tell the fellas where I'm starting with this podcast. Before we begin with the college players, I'd like to begin with Derek Carr is in town oh boy and he's playing a little round of speed dating parker with a couple of teams down there including the new orleans saints a little conspiracy he may even go back to new orleans here
1: yeah it sounds like that that's new orleans it's come out that they are ready to sign him now like let's go right right here right now yeah. you know the jets no are up things. there <laughs> no no no, no. He, he made sure he got out of vegas before he let them do anything but you got the Jets also telling him he could be like a first round Hall of Famer if he comes up there. But it sounds like it is heavy smoke from New Orleans.
0: Yeah, it's really funny that um, <laughs> that he basically just said, "No, screw, screw Las Vegas. I don't really care about New Orleans. Maybe we'll we'll circle back to New Orleans here. But you know what." Double bird to vi- to Vegas. I think this is just absolutely hilarious. And, um, oh, we, we knew it was going to happen. I, I enjoy the drama, and I am all for this move right here just because
2: I, I just can't wait. I like the idea of him getting to speed date, though, <laughs> <laughs> with all the teams that he wants. <laughs> but, yeah. but, you know, Aaron Rodgers will just stay in the closet feeling things out. And all the while, mm. Tom Brady... Blooms, no. Blooms,
1: no. no I, I, the Aaron Rodgers quotes—it's just ridiculous. I'm so tired of this guy. This guy—he is—he—he's that quote on on uh, Game of Thrones when Jamie first goes to talk to his father uh, Tyrion, and he says, "You know, hey, you're too worried about." what people think of you you know and he's like you you want people to think that you don't care but that's what you're trying to make them think you don't care aaron Rodgers is jamie lannister because he wants people to think that he doesn't care about anything right but that's all he's out there doing is he's just he cares everything i mean he just string it along every single day he even teased about telling all this information on a new podcast he didn't say it he's just like i'm gonna make a decision soon and be really happy about it so aaron Rodgers is jamie lannister (laughs)
0: if I would have known this was coming I would have had the Game of Thrones uh, uh, theme teed up here and we would have just gone straight in it would have been great God. Oh my word! See, I mean, right before we came on, he's like, "I don't really have much tonight." I don't, we're, I don't like, have oh, any. we're like, "Oh, that's <laughs> bullshit!" You know, right? I, have, I have all the scotches
1: from the Game of Thrones that sit in front of me. The House Lannister one, and it just kind of hit you.
2: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's we'll see other news before we jump into the actual players here. Of uh, what's what's going? What's the latest with Carter? From the Georgia Bulldogs. Oh, he's there, a, he's gone, he's back,
0: right? What a mess. What an absolute mess. Right now, what is there? There's at least one warrant out for his arrest uh in Athens, Georgia, right now. I think there's two. I wanted to say there was two. Uh, but uh what is it about highly talented players that just they just think that they can go out and make really stupid decisions? And and what is Does he not have any friends that that are telling him, look, bro, you don't need to go racing, you know, 120 miles an hour. uh, I'll race. You got way too much to lose here. Where are his boys
2: at? Hmm. Seriously. They're in the other car race.
0: Oh, man, this is just (laughs) the dumbest thing in the world. I don't know. You know, there's there's a lot of speculation about the whole situation, how they ended up in that situation, but I, I don't even... I mean, I don't want to, you know, crap on the kid or whatever. I mean, obviously everybody makes mistakes, but hey, look, you got to pay for your mistakes. And this, he may have really
2: screwed up uh, a a lot. I mean, because what is, what was he projecting? So the first, that's why I was about to pass it off to Parker. I, I think, I think, not for sure, but he was in the conversation of if the Bears were able to trade down, he would be on their short list, maybe with Will Anderson.
1: He seemed like he was a guaranteed top four pick.
2: Yeah, yeah,
0: that's what I've been hearing
2: too. Yeah, uh,
1: there, there was even conversation that he could be the number one overall pick that they just take oh, him and, and move on. Good.
0: Yeah, and 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 you're you're right
1: about this, Blake. I mean, yes, yeah, two misdemeanors, and you're people like, oh, misdemeanors. Not all misdemeanors are the same. One of these misdemeanors got two people killed. Like, two people are dead because of one of these misdemeanors. So this. This is not weighed the same. Also, this came out one hour before he was supposed to go up on the podium. He had already interviewed with teams the day before. What do you think he told those teams? Do you think he sat down with the Chicago Bears and you know the Bears say, "Hey, you have anything out there we should know about? Is there anything coming down the pipe?" What did he say? Because if he said no, no, nothing whatsoever, this could—I mean, I—I I, I don't think he's going to go outside the top ten, but this could drop him down significantly. Now, if he came out and told these guys, "Hey, look, this, is, this news is coming out soon. I'm going to take care of it." If he was open and honest about it, maybe it doesn't touch him.
2: It uh, could be the closest thing that we have to that Laramie Tunsell situation. I was going to ask. Ago.
0: I mean, so
2: if he did,
0: I mean that, I mean he uh, he would have been basically lying to these NFL executives at that point. Obviously, I, I don't care what anybody says. Everybody talks, right? Words gonna get around. Well, you know, this kid was trying to. He was just gonna try to cover, sweep this under the rug, or whatever. Um, horrible, horrible decision. Um, I, I don't know any other way to to put it, other than uh, if he if he if now somebody's gonna have to take a chance on him, and you hate being that guy that had the world in the palm of your hand, and now somebody's gonna have to take a chance on you, quote unquote, because you did something just so stupid. But I, I it, don't know. W- and you're right. It is going
1: to come out. It may come out before this podcast comes out because, hey, they're they're all the big executives are together. All the big reporters are together. They're all staying at the same hotels. They're all going to Elmo's and having steak and drinking at night. They're all going to the hotel bar afterwards. This will come out. Somebody will mention it to somebody else. We will know in the coming days if he's a liar or if he's not.
2: Yeah. Um, Old St. Elmo's. St. Elmo's. Saint Elmo's. The place to go. Oh, steak. Mm. I could really go for a steak right now. Yep. We'll be we'll have our eyes on it. We yep, may have but, to have a little short if any news comes yep. out. We appreciate it, everybody enjoying our, everybody, consuming our shorts down
0: there in the comments. Let us know what you think about this Arian Carter thing. I mean, this this is bad. It's just a horrible look for Georgia, it's a horrible look for potentially for a kid trying to make it big in the NFL, too. To to shift it to the Titans locally.
1: I didn't think that there was much of a chance of Titans trading up to get a quarterback. But now, this I don't think this is still happening, but I think the percentage has gone up a bit because I think, in, in, like Bradley kind of mentioned, I think the Bears thought, hey, I can drop down to four, we can get Carter, we get one of these other two big defensive guys that are going to be there, right? Now, mm-hmm. there's not that next guy. Now, maybe they're more likely like, screw it. Let's trade down to nine, 10, 11. Let's get more of a haul because there's not one of these two blue chippers because we're not going to get uh, – we're not going to take Carter.
2: If they trade with the Jags, do I have to burn my stuff if they're picking number one again?
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> by, so, by right here. <laughs> um, I was going to ask, you know, this was already one of those drafts where everybody's looking at it and like not that strong of a draft. Having Arian Carter fall out of it, is this just kind of another nail in the coffin here to where this is just, I mean, to, to me, you look at it and it's just like maybe there's a handful of guys that are what you would call real first, real first rounders. So now one of those guys is just about to fall out, most likely.
2: But sometimes that means when you don't have that one or two players, that means it could lead to a deeper draft, you know, if you don't have the, well, it's, it's deeper just because everybody's, everybody's not that good.
0: <laughs> no. No. I mean, clearly we're talking about quarterbacks that can't throw the freaking ball. I do think
1: that we're going to find some talent in those mid-rounds because of we're still feeling that impact of the COVID year, right? So you've got mm-hmm. some guys that stuck around for that extra year, took another year of eligibility. They're going to be older, but they might mm-hmm. be
0: better. Very true. Very true. It's – Maybe this this is one of those years where there's more diamonds that
2: come come out of the middle somewhere. Could be. Very well could be. The quarterbacks will be on display. Mm. Bryce Young has arrived in Indianapolis, but he has announced that he's saving his arm and his showcase for his pro day. Is this a mistake? Good idea, Blake? I think it's a good idea given the fact that he's had some uh, some arm
0: problems, some shoulder problems throughout the, the course of the year. I think this is probably just him uh, just taking the extra time to to get some the extra rehab in, you know, maybe working on the mechanics, you know, he's already he's not an impressive guy as far as stature um, hey, maybe he can grow an inch. I mean, he's, I, I don't necessarily know that he's going to be the guy that's going to win the farthest throw, you know, ball uh, or anything like that. Uh But his, his, uh, his greatest assets going to be his acumen. It's between his ears and it's going to be his accuracy. So he's going to spend all his time getting ready for that.
1: Yeah. After, after the combine's over, we have some more numbers. I'm going to put some shorts out on these guys. Well, have- why would you throw for him? Why? Why would you? You're right now. You're considered the 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 best quarterback out there by many people. So the only thing you can do is go down. So I wouldn't. I wouldn't throw. But he is going to weigh in. He is going to weigh in. And that, <laughs> that is it. That is the big thing. I'll tell you right now. It's, in the last 25 years, 305 quarterbacks have been drafted. Only two have been under six feet and under 200 pounds in all that that span and both those quarterbacks were taken outside the top 100 so when people say we're talking about unprecedented weight lack of weight lack of height this isn't just a word people throw around like you know generational quarterback we hear that every year this is we've never seen this and and if he comes in at 205 Man, he's in the bathroom chugging three <laughs> gallons of water before <laughs> he before he went up with there. St.
2: Elmo's all week eating food. He's wearing lead-lined boxers. <laughs> Check the shoes. Just, go, yeah. just Google it, man.
1: Google him and Russell Wilson. Google him, Google him and Mina Kimes. Google mm-hmm. him and whoever he stood as a like Kyler Murray. He's <laughs> smaller than all of them, including but, Mina but he,
2: Kimes.
0: You know, I mean, I sit there – I've heard all kinds of reports today. I don't know what the official height and weight was. I've heard 5'11", 190-something. I've heard 5'9", 165, which none of that would surprise me. Uh, He's just not an impressive guy when it comes to stature. But uh, he's really going to have to ooh. I I think a big part of it is he doesn't want to be put against somebody. He doesn't really want to stand next to somebody like Anthony Richardson Who's a freaking monster? Uh, and them go, who's that little kid standing next to Anthony Richardson? Like, oh, that's that's Bryce Young. Oh
2: god. This is not a good look, not well, a good optic. Before you even get to Richardson, though, you got to go down to the next one. Mm-hmm. That's CJ Stroud coming in at about six foot three. Yep. He's gonna throw the ball at the combine man, and I think this helps CJ Stroud. Yeah, you know, this is CJ is a kid that.
0: After this season, you know, there were some question marks about him in big games. You know, can he make the tight throws? Um, he's got something to prove. I think that, I think this is the guy that he may not even have that impressive of a combine. Now, he could go out there and ooh and ah everybody. I don't know. I'm not a big practice guy. I'm not, I don't know how I really feel about the combine in general. But I think if there's one guy in this list of quarterbacks, he might be that guy that could shock people at the next level.
1: Yeah, he could. I, th- this is such an interesting conversation, guys, because I think he could shock people at the next level. But if anybody falls in this draft quarterback wise, I think it's Stroud. And I, do too. I do, mm. but, but, but he does need to, to 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 participate in this. And for mm-hmm. I mean, really, because we've seen him be elite awesome one time. Now, yep. granted. That was a very big game against a yeah. very good defense, and he <sighs> was incredible. But man, you go through and you look at it; he's played while he's been the starter there with five first round uh, wide receivers or potential first round wide receivers. He's yeah. deadly accurate. Twenty six point seven percent of his passes are perfectly placed. This year he went forty one to six touchdown interception ratio. Last year he went forty four to six. The question is are you scared because you only saw him do it in one game or are you confident that he can do it because you saw him do it against the best defense in the league
0: you know it's six one half dozen the other i don't know who's right but i am with you i think he's this he's that guy that people are gonna just it's he's just gonna fall in the draft uh but i think he's one of those guys that that he might just get on the next the at the next level and get on a big stage and just absolutely shove
2: question. Yeah. would you two rather roll the dice with CJ Stroud or go with the 6'3, 230 bulldozer from Kentucky, Will Levis?
0: Do you really have to ask me that question? <laughs> <laughs> but and, and why is when we saw
2: CJ Stroud do it once? What Did is, we see Will Levis what do is, it. What is, once? Well,
0: what is Will Levis gonna do what? other than bring somebody a cup of water on the sideline? That's all he's good for. No mayonnaise, just water. That's what I'd be saying.
1: The thing Will Levis has got going for him is he might have the strongest arm in the in the draft. Him and him and Anthony Richardson are kind of battling for that. Will Levis can literally throw it almost 85 yards in the air. So that that's a big thing. What he's gonna do is he's big, he's tall. This sounds stupid, guys, but you mentioned it a little bit there, Blake. When he's standing next to Bryce Young and you hear see him, and you're like holy crap like that is what that is what he brings when he comes up and shakes your hand and breaks it you know when when he is in when it's when he eventually goes to number one to indy and you know you got you got ursay standing there going man i drafted peyton manning andrew luck this guy looks a lot like him that is what he brings so maybe this week he just if he's going to go that high which he could y'all he could go number one overall um I will say right now, he is fourth if you're in the betting market to go number one overall. But- He's,
2: He's dropping.
0: I- I'm going to tell you this right now. <clears throat> uh, will Levis, no. Uh, number one, I-, I could see him going, number one, because he strikes me as that guy who's a good practicer. We're talking about practice. We're talking about combine. He can do all the little drills. He can throw the. He can get a running start and throw a football a long way. Yippee ki yay, guys! (laughs) What is that? The
1: thing thing that a lot of people say this doesn't matter, but I don't give a crap. Before Kentucky, you know why he's at Kentucky? He's there because he couldn't win the starting job at his school before Kentucky, and that Mm -hmm. school was Penn State, and that quarterback was Sean Clifford.
0: He couldn't beat out. Tells you all you need to know. I mean, and guys, I'll go ahead and say it. I mean, you don't have to be, uh, you don't have to beat around the bush. This is DDS Sports Talk. We say what the fuck we want. Uh, he is a six foot three white man playing quarterback. That's what he brings to the table. That's it, guys. That's it. Nobody else wants to talk about it. That's the only reason, in my opinion, he looks that he, he's even being considered. I just don't think. He's, I just don't think he is. A valid top ten quarterback. I don't.
2: Well, the the hot name in the last thirty days, who's rising up on the there on the go. betting markets, quarterback from Florida, Anthony <laughs> Richardson. I'm reading articles even today that he's interviewing, visiting with the Colts as we speak. I, I'm the Gator fan of the three of us, and I I didn't I didn't see it. I'm hearing I didn't see. It. You know,
0: I've heard all kinds of comparisons. I've heard Cam Newton and uh uh Josh Allen. No, a dude, uh, at, at Chicago uh Justin Fields combined. Cam <laughs> Newton and Justin Fields combined is what I'm hearing is the latest thing. And it's well, just he ain't like, no just at least 64 231. He ain't
2: Justin Fields.
0: Get I I, I don't I don't like any of the comparisons. I don't think any it I, I mean, look. You, I guess you, you know, you say Josh Allen just because he can throw the ball a long way
2: and he can run a little bit. Josh, Josh Allen was man. what Parker fifty percent completions in his first two seasons. How he many playoff
0: good. games has Josh Allen won? Not many in the first three seasons. Ryan yep. Tannehill's won more. I'm uh, the I mean,
2: reason, that's why he's that's why he's getting the
1: Josh Allen right. comparison though, is because yeah. he's inaccurate.
2: He can't throw.
1: He's a, like that, that's the reason he's at fifty four percent. Josh Allen was at fifty six percent. Yep. Uh, It just – that is why he's getting it. And why he is going to do well this week, the guy is a freak. He is a Mm – just Google Anthony Richardson dunk, he looks like Michael Jordan literally jumping from the free throw line, slamming it down. He can do everything. He's going to test off the charts. You mentioned it, Bradley. I was sitting here looking at it. Supposedly, he's been the most impressive interview of of any (laughs) quarterback that's been interviewed so far. I just – he – and he's, he's really good at escaping the pocket and getting away from pressure, uh, from getting sacked. My argument to that would be, is he the one creating that pressure by standing there too long? But man, I yeah, the Josh Allen comparison's great. But when you draft an inaccurate quarterback, Jake Locker, they don't tend to get accurate in the NFL. So that's my big knock on him. But guys, if I'm rolling the dice, I'm not touching Will Levis because I've watched him. I know he sucks. I know where his ceiling is. Give me Anthony Richardson if I'm taking choosing between the two. Give me the tools guy that could just be just break the NFL. There's a chance that, that happens.
0: Yeah. All right. Let's see here. I'm gonna let let this video start off here. All right. We're gonna show you this Anthony Richardson video. Uh, let's see. Not slide, you dummy. Share screen. Uh. There it is. Right there. All right, here we go. Let's rewind that so everybody can see it. Good Lord, he dunked it from the free throw line. Yeah, and this is a football player. Jeez!
2: So, I mean, I'll, I'll, I,
0: guess, I guess he's going to win the NFL Combine dunk contest. I was listening but to... Yeah, this is the thing. We're putting all <clears throat> our stock into these little things, yeah. these little practice drills and... It's like, come on, guys! Can they play football or can they not? That's what I want to know, right? Uh, I mean, do we, do we go out and do we recruit strong men to play NFL linemen? No, no. It's like, I mean, it,
2: big deal. You got to have technique. Yeah, exactly. Or, or you get weeded out, man. Are or, or you find yourselves on the backup squad for the Titans daily, and you in the game all of a sudden? Yeah. Got to have technique. Yeah. Good feet, good hand placement. Isaiah. Oh. just saying. Another
1: another Georgia guy speeding through the streets.
2: (laughs) Let's talk about Hendon Hooker. I think he's in town. Uh, Of course, he can't participate, but uh, talk about acumen and what he'll bring to the table in the way of charisma, how he speaks. He'll get along with everybody there. Yeah, I mean again the, you know these are these
0: you know, how much weight do they put into all this uh, I think somebody will end up probably getting some decent value. Just I mean, turn on the tape. You can watch him play football. Uh, uh, the the guy knows the game. He's he's a, he's older than, you know, most of the guys in this draft probably. So he's 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 seen a lot of football. He's seen a lot of systems. Um the maturity part I feel like is, I mean, he'll, he'll interview well. That's just what it is. You know, he's going to, he'll win the speaking contest. Uh, cause that's really, and that's really all he can do is talk. <laughs> you can, like Bradley said, you can turn on the tape mm-hmm. and watch him. Uh, he's not going to be uh probably as flashy as some of these guys out here, just cause he can't throw the ball 85 yards in the air. Uh, whatever that means, you know, I guess if you're staying on the other 20, 20 or 25, I guess that matters. But, uh, uh, we'll just see, man. Uh, Hendon, I think somebody will probably end up picking him up at the very end <laughs> or as a free agent. They might get some value out of him. We'll see.
1: I, I'm telling you right now, I think he was a third round pick. Maybe early really? er, early fourth. The, the, nice. the, I, I'm not saying I, I love him. I don't think he's a, an NFL quarterback. But let I me mean, give him a shot at that point. The, the negatives against him are really out of his control. Think about it. Mm-hmm. It's Torn ACL and he played in the gimmicky offense. So what is he? Do we know? I don't, I don't know. I just know when I look at the stats. He's the third best quarterback when it comes over to turnover where he plays. He actually had the eighth uh deepest depth of target. Uh he didn't get sacked that much. I'm sitting here looking at his chart. And he he was why he doesn't bomb it like you say, like Levis in the East, he throws an awesome deep ball.
2: He does. He does. He does. It's pretty. And, and he's and, got and, and, pocket mobility. Yeah. He doesn't have to be the fastest, but I saw mm-hmm. him, the escapability. Yeah. And he can run. Yeah. He well, can get running it run and get down. But he's not the guy that
0: runs first. He, no. He, he, he has enough of a head about him. He stays in, I mean, some people would say maybe he stayed in the pocket a little too long sometimes. It was kind of borderline. NFL people love year. that. They Del- love
2: they love if the young quarterbacks can read a progression and climb two, three pocket mobility. You can step up and go after the third read. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I do believe if I'm, maybe I'm wrong Parker, but I believe of all the quarterbacks in the draft this year, he actually had the highest QBR last year. I would
1: say that's probably a safe assumption. I'm pretty sure that's true. His passer rating was 124 last year, I think. Um, I'm just sitting here looking at PFF right now. They gave him a 90.9 grade, which is insane. <laughs> uh, but guys, there is a real chance, though. This is back to who we're talking about, Bryce Young, standing in this group of guys. There is a real chance that he is six inches taller I mean, than, than Bryce. Just I can't wait. Forget Bryce's measurables. I can't wait to see that photo of like six of them together. <laughs>
2: like, all oh, of them I together. am
1: <laughs> just – I'm really excited about that. But, yeah, I think – He's a good pick Like I need a step stool, guys. Come on now. I mean, coming off an ACL, he's always you know, going to be ready to go. You take some, you take him where you already have a quarterback, and, and maybe he turns into something for you, right?
2: Yeah, maybe we could, right? But uh, big focus is going to be on the skill players, quarterbacks. Any other final thoughts of the NFL's scouting combine from Indy? <laughs> Not so far. I'm I'm sure there
0: will be great stories to come.
1: I have one because it's on right now today. They're doing 40 times for linebackers and defensive linemen, and get ready to hear this name as a projected five top five pick, and that is Kalisha Cansey. That is a he is a small defensive tackle out of Pitt. He just set the 40 yard dash record, beating another small defensive tackle out of pit. Well, I guess who that is, Aaron, Aaron Donald. Donald. Yes. So I, I this, and he, he's, it's going to go up. He's going to go up and up draft boards. This is one of those climbers that you always see, you know, that starts at the bottom of the first. And that as the week goes on, he's going to go up and up oh and up. Oh, my and up.
2: God. We're going to see this. Jaguars thing. had one of those back in the day when old uh, Matt Jones.
1: I just had one that. last year.
2: Uh, yeah. Uh, turned in quarterback at Arkansas, turned him into a wide receiver, and just blah. <laughs> Blah. (laughs) What's Saturdays,
1: fellas? Saturday's the quarterback and wide receiver day.
2: We'll be there. Oh, yeah. Stay tuned to some DDS shorts. We may have some of those as the week progresses. There will be plenty. I promise. We're going to transition into our newest segment, it's called the two-minute takes. We're going to put two minutes on the clock. All right. And once the two minutes are over, we're going to the next topic. You have to be quiet Yep. and shut it. Yep. That's right. Here we go. We're going to go to the NBA. LeBron James to miss multiple games with a foot injury injured in the third quarter of Sunday's 111 to 108 win over Dallas. He said, "Quote, I heard a pop." Does this pop pop. Their chances in the Western Conference, Blake. <laughs> <laughs> Does this pop pop through? Uh, look,
0: I mean, I think any time that you lose a player the caliber of, of LeBron James, uh, yes, it's absolutely going to affect their chances. But um, I mean, look, uh, I I think I, I'm not questioning LeBron here, but <laughs> athlete, I'll just say this: athletes are incredible these days. They heal so quickly. And sometimes miraculously, I trust that LeBron James, if there is a chance for them to win a championship, he will be back on that court. I have faith. What do in you the think? King.
2: What do you think, Parker? Any thoughts? I think
1: I think if there is a chance for him to win the championship, that he'll be back on that. But I gonna go sit here and say there's not gonna be a chance for them to, to win a championship. I don't think he'll be back. And while I'm at it, you see those shoes, fellas. Let me show you the shoes of a real man. Real man. Oh, oh, oh. We see over here on the wall a real man yep. that doesn't quit. You got to wear the Jordans, baby. You got to throw
0: the Jordans on
2: so instead of uh, twisted his ankle. That's it. That's got to be it,
0: man. So he
2: tripped over those hideous colors that he was wearing is what you're saying. It's it's a big stretch of games (laughs) coming up for the Lakers. Blake already mentioned earlier in an earlier podcast, they didn't trade for who he really wanted, man. They find themselves 12th in the Western Conference. They may not even make the playoffs. The Denver Nuggets are first place in the West, not the Suns. And big kudos that I wanted to give to the Joker. 2021 2022 NBA MVP, man. Nikola Jokic, (laughs) man, that guy is a triple double beast. I'm telling you, look him up. He He says triple double waiting to happen. He's just making setting all kinds of records. If you go to
1: bet just a double double on him, you have to bet like $90 $90 to win like seven.
2: It's just ridiculous. It is. I mean, you you have to go to the triple double market on that guy. And it's still, I think, negative. Man, oh, man. Unbelievable. All right. Two minutes on the clock. I'm going to tee this, literally, tee this up for Blake and Parker. Live golf debuts on CW. Parker, how did they do? They did worse than the
1: world's funniest animal. I, I tried to find the rating. It here locally in Nashville, and it said zeros. I couldn't find where it even registered on the scale. If you go to Live Golf, like I don't want to hear them complain about it. You know, I see them putting out there. They're like, "Oh, what if you do international numbers and streaming numbers?" Shut up! Nobody cares about that. Nobody is watching Live Golf. You went there for the bag. Take the money. Shut up and deal with it. Kind of like at the end of Full Swing Golf. I am a used to be an anti-Roy fan, but hey. If you hate Liv and Tiger get behind you, I'm all
0: in. I'm with
1: Rory. F you, Phil.
0: Wowie, folks. I mean, (laughs) look, I can't – I mean, there's not a lot more to say after Parker just did that. But my goodness. I did not even know Live Golf was on TV. That's bad business, (laughs) bad marketing. We are sports people. We do a freaking sports podcast. We're easy to market to. And we didn't know that it was happening. That's a problem. Nope. I can't believe that. Uh, There was no push from the marketing department. At some point, when are the the Saudi backing going to realize that this might be a bad investment on their part? And when are they going to? I don't know. They're going to pull the plug. They're going to pull funding. Uh, I mean, they've put Parker ton of money.
1: I predict. I predict they double down before they quit. One thousand percent. These guys have all the blood money in the world. They can do whatever (sighs) they want. So, do they want to just continue to sink billions of dollars into something that's not going to make any money? Sure. Why not? If I could have Phil Mickelson in my backyard for it didn't matter my wallet, why wouldn't I? I mean, I, I just. I don't get it. I don't I don't understand people watch it. I don't know if y'all have turned it on now. They don't even have sponsors anymore. They're all wearing these same stupid team colors. They look like idiots out there. It looks like I'm watching a Formula One thing up and down the side. I don't know what's going on, who's winning. Phil can't break parry. Hadn't made a cut on a non-Liv tour in over a year. I see right now live tweeting out at PJ Tour. Imitation is the best form of flattery. Like if you want to be your own thing, be your own thing. I also see things about hey will they will they join up will they will they merge why would they merge what what does live bring to the table so I'm I think you're right Bradley I think they double down just because they can
2: Yeah
0: I'm with you there I, I this has kind of turned into a running joke on this show just because it, it seems to me like every time live thinks that they've done something good like maybe got got themselves on TV it just absolutely tanks it really does it it, it seems to be um, ridiculous to me I feel like I'm you know the little few clips that I've watched I'm like why would I want to watch a bunch of washed up golfers in their knobby legs you know the, just little chicken legs running out around out there in their shorts it's horrible looking it's I horrible. love it that, that
1: they couldn't get a deal and they're like you know what the answer is CW
2: yeah that's it that's <laughs> C- it
0: It's the CW. CW that was the missing link uh, for
2: bonus points who can tell me what CW stands for I can't even tell you. I have no idea. Chicago something.
0: Chicago, I don't know. Christian Watson?
2: I have no idea.
0: I just see the frog you know, singing. You know, is I, it... I don't know. All right, forget it. We're looking right now on the clock. Right. You tell right. us what? in the no. chat below
2: what the CW stand for.
1: While you're looking that up, do you know where Live Golf, the name came from or one of the reasons it came from? Why is it, why is it LIV? I
0: don't know. All right. So, so Think of the C-Duckie. Super Bowl.
1: Super Bowl it's fellas. L I V, it's fifty-four holes.
0: Oh, oh come, come on. Boo. All right. So CW. The C stands for CBS and the W stands for Warner Brothers. <laughs> Get out of here. That was kind of weak, actually. <laughs> <laughs> <It was laughs> I, I like Christian bracket. Washington better. <laughs> no, I mean, honestly, though, that was probably more entertaining. Than uh than the live golf event this past weekend. So
2: next topic, we're going to college basketball. Our weekly check-in with the UT Vols men's basketball team. We have an injury update, Blake. What do we got?
0: Yeah, unfortunately, the Vols lost probably one of their best, if not their best player, in Zakai Ziegler to an, a non-contact ACL injury. Uh, this one's gonna hurt. Parker this one's going to hurt big time. Um I I noticed uh I'm, I'm looking here on the Vol quest here. Uh mm. they're thinking the uh, Freddy uh DeLone Dillion, I don't know how you pronounce his name. Uh they think he's going to take his place here, but I mean it, losing again, losing a player the caliber of Zakai Ziegler that that is going to hurt the Vols in a serious way and they've kind of been on a skid here lately where they're they're trying to get out of the uh, out of the doldrums here.
1: Uh, yeah, it's going to hurt, and I'm I'm I am optimistically taking this from a different angle, and I could be completely wrong on this. But with Ziegler not, with Ziegler, this team, this Iowa football basketball team, was not winning the tournament. They just weren't. They, they they didn't. They don't have the guard play. They have the defense, and they can just go cold. I mean, ice cold shooting. Maybe. Just maybe this injury to one of their one of the the locker room favorites, fan favorites, best players on the field, could it bring them together? Could they like rise to the occasion and do something special here for their special player? Like, just maybe, because like I'm down. I don't want the guy to get hurt, obviously, but they didn't have a chance with him, not just because of the lack of shooting with this team. So, I don't know. Maybe.
0: Yeah, I mean, I could see that. Could this be the point where they rally around somebody? And, you know, with Zakai being kind of their on-the-floor leader and probably one of your in-the-locker-room leaders, maybe he is that guy that's going to be able to rally the troops and maybe, you know, win one for Zakai kind of thing.
2: Yeah, they ended up beating Arkansas that night. Yeah. 75-57 to improve to 22-8. and um, Just a real quick shout-out as we're talking about college basketball. How about Vandy? taking down the Kentucky Wildcats. I mean, coach Stack, I mean coach
0: Stack, come on man. <laughs> you can you got to give DDS Sports Talk a little bit of love here. Mm. We might have we might have stirred the pot a little no, bit. When, when you unblocked us, good things happened. I mean, look here, we we can be your media wing here. Mm. We can be your sounding board mm. to come out here and speak to the masses. I'm just saying coach Stack. We're happy to have you here you but have anyways, a direct to Parker. look here guys. Vandy I I was not expecting much once the season started and how it started for them. uh it definitely um, didn't start off great. But, hey, they've had 17 and 13 all of a sudden. I know, and they've had what, you know, many would call a few, which, you know, maybe signature wins. That's a word that's being thrown around a lot here, and they just keep having them. When you win in Kentucky, it's a big win. (laughs) Yeah.
1: On senior night.
0: Yeah. It's a big deal. West End has been rocking here lately. I'm just just saying. Coach Stackhouse Mm. has got things moving in the right direction, and it's hard not to pay attention to it.
2: Last topic. Did the Tennessee Titans brass have the things moving in the right direction? We call this one Titans Tannehill talk. I mean, is it real or is it just like a, he said a bunch of nothing, man.
0: So I don't think that we got, I don't think Tannehill's going anywhere. I'm going to be, I don't think he should. No, I don't think he is. I don't. I, I've already mentioned earlier in the show here that you know this year's draft is kind of a meh, in my opinion. Draft. Is there a quarterback in this draft that is just a sexy pick and that makes you think that maybe we should trade up? I don't see that guy. I don't see him. Are we going to go for the under six feet, uh, under two hundred pound? As Parker has pointed out already. Uh, quarterback in Bryce Young? Are we going to go for the underdog in C.J. Stroud? Are we going to go for the guy who can you know, handle putting mayonnaise in his coffee and he practices really well and he's a six-foot-three white guy in Will Levis? Uh, or are we going to go with Anthony Richardson who is, uh, I don't know, he can throw the ball through a brick wall, but he might miss the brick wall?
2: I think you go with an offensive lineman. What do you got, Parker? Boom.
1: Yeah, I, I, I agree. And my bigger thing is, is when I text, like I got an alert, uh, Tannehill to be on the Titans in twenty starting quarterback in 2023. I even texted you guys. And then I went and actually saw the interview. I'm like, no, that's not what they said.
0: They didn't, said. They didn't say
1: that. Like, I, I don't think he's going anywhere either, but that is not what he said. Let me read the exact quote from Rand. I just want to speak freely for a moment. I know everyone wants to make a big deal, you know, out of the quarterback position and whether he will or won't be here. But you guys just have to accept that Ryan is under contract, you know, right now for us. He is a Titan, and he will be a Titan. That is that is just like, dude, I got here a week ago. I don't know what to, what am I supposed to say to this? Like, I, it says nothing. I think he'll be here, but the whole thing where people are saying in the discussion, Taney's a Titan in twenty twenty three. It's it's not. It's I think he is. I'm, don't get me wrong, but I don't think that that was what Rand was saying.
0: I agree. I mean, don't. If you have any ideas of grandeur that we're trading up to get the number one pick and drafting a quarterback, you're crazy. I think we might. Dra- we're going to if we can address the offensive line in the first round. That's what we're going to do. After that, I've heard people talk about maybe we trade down to try to get more picks, but I don't know. That's a whole other discussion, probably.
2: The topic in the coming days that I'm interested in is Big Jeffrey Simmons. Are they going to sign him? Or are they going to let him walk? Do they dare let him walk? Uh, I, I, I don't, I don't
0: think that that could happen. I mean, but then again, <laughs> didn't we all say this about the whole uh, AJ Brown situation?
1: Yeah, but I don't think Jeff's being a never mind. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: uh, 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 I know I think Jeff signs. I have seen rumors where people are like two two ones and Jeff to get Lamar. Oh, uh,
2: well, Lamar! Where did that come from? I, I don't. Yeah, know. And it's that I mean, time of the year. I am, Lamar and and Malik kind of go together, right? Well,
0: uh, they can. He, hey, they can have Malik. We got Dobbs. Just just tell them to take Malik too. <laughs> We'll throw it in to sweeten the pot. Oh my god. But now, uh, I, I don't know. There's gonna be all kinds of crazy stuff happening, guys. We're gonna try to stay on top of it for you guys. Everybody be on the lookout for Matthew Two-tone Blue Parker. He's gonna be mm. putting out some uh some some uh Parker's prospects. Yeah, he's gonna be putting out go. some draft prospect uh, shorts here <laughs> before too long. Uh but uh what else? Is that it? We got a, that that, a show that,
2: that's a show except uh you know. Oh, my I know. I know. There. I know. Hey, we're not there but yet. That's
0: I got to do, do my thing guys. Thanks for joining us tonight on DDS sports talk live uh, from the combine <laughs> on your way out. Go ahead and hit that like and subscribe button down below. Give us a follow on a rumble on rumble. Follow us on all our social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. You can also download all the audio versions of these podcasts on your favorite podcasting platform. Newberry, your favorite part of the show. Everybody's favorite part of the show. It is final thoughts.
2: All right. I'm going to the NHL and I'm looking at superstar of the Edmonton Oilers, Connor McDavid, only 23 (laughs) years old. He became only the fifth player in NHL history to have five straight games with two or more, two or more goals. He is on pace. For 67 goals scored this year, Connor McDavid, superstar at 23. Unbelievable that we're looking at these athletes. I'm 41. It makes no sense. These kids are performing out of their mind. Yep. Just big shout out. Big men that can skate on ice and play hockey. Unbelievable.
1: Is me? McDavid, McDavid your go-to on your NHL online games?
2: No, I, my <laughs> NHL online. I have to create my own player. Um, uh, so um, uh, I am the Muffin Man. Uh, <laughs> of course, you are. <laughs> I am the Muffin Man. Oh my God! Scoring goals and only you and passing. Yeah, what what you passing doing? out. Of what are you doing, sir?
1: I was always back in the day, Jeremy R- Ronick. Um, but uh,
2: I, I like to play with Jerome and Ginla back in the day.
1: Good names. I'm going to go to another great that's happening right now, fellas. We are witnessing history. If you want to turn it on right now, so if you're listening to it, you probably already know this. And I'm going to talk about Mr. Pistol Pete. He's got a record that's stayed for over 50 years, and that's points, NCAA. Right now, Detroit Mercy is playing. They won on Tuesday night, put them into the next round in the Horizon League. Their guy, Antoine Davis, who shoots like 50 times a game, Went off for 38. That means entering tonight's game that is happening right now, he was 25 points away from breaking Pistol Pete Maravich's record. And as I speak, right now Davis has seven. So we are 18 points from witnessing history, and it is halfway through the first half, fellas. And I'm going to tell you right now, he's getting it.
0: He's getting it. Unreal, man. I, I, look, only Parker would come up with something mm. that amazing. I, I had no idea. Everybody pay atten- attention to Parker here. He's got all kinds of knowledge for you. In Detroit,
1: <laughs> Detroit, their logo,
0: the Titans. Yeah. Really? <laughs> That's
1: what I'm talking okay. about.
0: All right. Well, guys, I'm going to be really boring just because I just finished Uh-oh. the Netflix uh, yes! documentary full yeah. swing. And I'm telling you, I got Bradley watching it now, too. I cannot recommend it enough. This is probably the most important bit of media that has ever come out of golf. Wow. I'm not joking. It's not an exaggeration (laughs) guys. This is, this is to say that it's hard knocks for golf is, is underselling it tremendously. You got to get out there. You got to see it. Bradley's watching it now. So he's in on it too. But gentlemen, gentlemen, As always, it is two-tone blue all the way. You guys be well.